E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the E-commerce Expander Secrets Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, we've got an exciting partner with us today, so I'm very, very pleased to introduce uh, Dan from Pioneer. Dan, you there? Hi, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you very much for joining us. It's much appreciated. So uh, Pioneer is one of the global uh, payment providers that we work with uh, across our services that really help thousands of sellers uh, really get payments and uh, money essentially where they need it and I'm going to let Dan do a much better description of that in a, in a moment so thank you very much for joining for the Expander Secrets podcast uh, this is live currently on Facebook and YouTube I believe and then this will then be turned into a podcast and people will be able to re-listen to it on uh, iTunes and Spotify and everything else from there uh, apologies, we were slightly late going live by a minute or so because we had a container turn up that um, had a very, very horrible smell in it. So I just had to go and do a bit of emergency um, things to make sure it was all okay and there was no issues. Fortunately, we're all good. Uh, we're all safe. Although there's a very horrible smell of ammonia inside uh, the container, which we're sorting out. But apart from that, we're all good. So... Let's get on with why we're here, because you haven't come to listen to me rabbit on. Uh, what you've actually come to do is listen to Dan. Dan, uh, welcome to the pod. Um, thanks very much for joining me. Give us a little bit um, uh, about what you do and who you currently work for. Yes, yeah, so I work in the partnerships team at Payoneer, and we are the market leader for Amazon Payments. So typically, if a merchant was to be selling internationally around the world, then we would help them receive for free in every currency that they're selling in. So that stretches from Mexico all the way to Singapore, for example. On top of that, we help sellers with the finance inside their business to help them grow. And yeah, our whole business model is streamlined to, to bring a seller on board, to expand them internationally and expand them on different marketplaces and give them the cash to do that. To do that. Fantastic. Excellent. So, Dan, before we do all of that, we're just going to take a little bit down uh, memory lane uh, and just do a little bit about Dan and how you ended up at Pioneer. So, um, where, where, where are you based at the moment? So, I'm based in London myself. Perfect. And have you always lived in London or did you grow up a bit further out? Yeah, so I grew up just on the edge. So, Good about much. 10 miles out, a place called Bromley, so on the edge of Kent and London. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit, bit of green space. I think it's the last place before the green belt. So, so yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah, but it's, it's a nice little area, actually, that Bromley little area, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's it's right. uh, very nice. Um, and good transport links in. So so tell us a bit. So Bromley, um, you've gone from Bromley. In, in, in what, what did you do at um, – did you go to college or university or anything like that? Yeah, so I, I went to university, but, um, yeah, studied human geography, which has some sort of transition into – the cross-border payment space, um, but yeah, probably not the ordinary route. Well, I'm interested to hear what that might be then, Dan. You put yourself on the spot there. <laughs> go, on, go for it. What, what, what's, the, what's the link across the two? Um, well, geography is a study of countries and different places. Now they integrate, right? And, and payments essentially is sending money cross-border and facilitating international trade. So they're, they're quite well, well attuned, but 
Nice link. But, yeah. Nice link. Yeah, I bad. like that. Uh, which uni did you go to? So, Sheffield. Sheffield. Okay, nice. Did you do, did you, was you sort of join any sort of like clubs and like you participate in sort of anything pretty extreme or out of the ordinary while you're there? <laughs> uh, done a lot of walking in the Peak District. It's, nice. I think it's the nice. first national park in the UK. So, done a bit of walking there. Uh, but other than that, a lot, a lot of partying and, and probably getting up to no good, to be honest with you. Nice. Well, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So what did you do out of uni? Um, so I worked at a couple of fintechs, um, not all completely directly relevant to the e-commerce space. Nice. But yeah, hop, hopped around with a couple of fintechs in London. Um, the last company I was at was a prepaid card company who are trying to change the way expenses are made. But I've been at Pioneer for the last two and a half years, so it's a pretty settled into it now. Nice, fantastic. So, so why Pioneer? What what attracted you to Pioneer? So it's a market leader, which is the biggest thing probably. So yeah. we, in the Amazon space, we are in the globally, we are considerably the market leader. Um, and the thing I like about the company personally is, it's a massive company globally. We think we've got two thousand employees, or coming up to that at the moment. And that's going to grow um, with the IPO that's coming up this time next week. So that size is really important and really interesting. But for me, another really interesting factor is being able to have an influence in the office. So the fact that we are a completely global team means that the London team is relatively small. So we still have a nice little startup-y kind of vibe going on whilst yeah. you're supported by, by this huge billion-dollar company globally. So, it's, yeah, it's a really good setup. And, and yeah, it's, it's great at the moment. Fantastic. So talk me through Pioneer, because there's obviously sort of different sections to it, isn't there? You know, from an e-commerce seller's point of view, you know, first of all, why would an e-commerce seller expanding into Europe from wherever they might be in the world, why might they need Pioneer? What, what's like the, you know, the number one thing they're going to need? Yeah, so if you're selling internationally and selling a variety of different places, you're going to want to offer local currency as a payment method, whether that would be on a marketplace, whether that would be on your own website, you typically need to be paid locally. And what we do is we give you the tools to set up bank accounts in 12 different currencies around the world. And that is moving forward as well to include more. Um, and if you that local banking infrastructure, if you're going to do that yourself, then it would be very difficult to do that with the banking partners. But we effectively do the work for you and then offer you these bank, this banking network that we've built. And when you receive the money, we then offer, typically for, for large enterprises, the best rates on the market for actually moving that money around, as well as the best service. So I think our infrastructure in terms of where we can pay, where we can receive from, is by far the best around the world for the service that we offer. So yeah, it's a really strong company and, and effectively the biggest selling points are cost and reliability and also human interaction because every account would be account managed. Yeah, I think that, I think that's really key because you, when you are based in the States or Asia or Australasia or anywhere where you might be looking to expand and expand into Europe, you know, obviously that's what we do. So it, it's when you clients say to us, well, you know, how do, how do we pay you and, and how do we get paid? Um, well, that's Pioneer. Like it's as simple as that, you know, the money goes in. And I think the, the key thing you touched on there, which our clients find absolute key is that essentially it gives you a bank account in all those countries and for those 
that are listening thinking, well, how is that useful? Let me give you how I've used it, just to put that into context, Dan, if that's right. So yeah. um, what what we've done is we've got a US Pioneer. We've got, we've got a Pioneer account, and that means that we get a US dollar account. So if someone from the US pays us, we get some money into a US dollar account. When I travel to the US, which clearly isn't very often at the moment, but in 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 the real world, uh, when we're all back to some sort of normality, uh, it's on it's on a monthly basis. So what happens is you can get like a prepaid credit card, Mastercard, I think it is. But what then happens is is that when I go and stay in in, um, in the states, I can then use dollars that someone's paid me in dollars in a native currency and pay for it. I've got no transaction fees whatsoever. And it just makes my life infinitely better and easier and obviously saves the business money at the same time. Now, obviously, that's me traveling to the States and, and spending some cash. But it's the same thing with e-commerce. And that's probably, Dan, you know, outside of using it like that, obviously, people can pay directly from those accounts to other people as well, can't they? Yeah, exactly. So any bank account around the world we can send a payment to. And we would take on that currency exchange for you and pay them out in the local currency, which is which is pretty unique. Yeah, fantastic. I love that because that just makes life so, so simple. So, okay, so that's where the service started. Is that fair? I think there's some yeah. other products that you guys now do that actually are really, really interesting. So perhaps, I don't know, I, what, what one, where should we start first? Yeah, so I think it's good to talk about the expansion piece and what we do for our other marketplaces. So. Yeah. So to take it back a little bit, Payoneer send payments for the vast majority of online marketplaces, whether this would be in the online e-commerce retail sector, such as Amazon, Walmart, uh, you look at the C discounts of the world and these sorts of guys, whether that would be in the, the hospitality sector, so Airbnb, Booking.com send a heap of payments for us. But I guess this is more focused towards the e-commerce retail side. Because we send payments for the marketplaces themselves, we've got incredibly good relationships with them and because of that we run an internal referral program called the green channel which effectively allows us to pick up an amazon seller or a marketplace seller and then we can push them onto all these all of these different marketplaces and all of these different areas geographically so you're talking of maybe mercado libra and walmart c discount real bowl and we have the relationships within those marketplaces um, so we can pre-vet you internally and then pass you on to senior account managers in these marketplaces. They would then vet you again, um, although they do trust in our opinion, and they would determine your suitability to the marketplace. If they think your products would do well in the marketplace, they can then just reach out to you and we'll offer the, the contact details uh, and really connect the two. So that was almost a matchmaking process for the seller and for the marketplace. The reason why that is valuable is because effectively both of them grow as a result of that and we're the central part of that so for us it's great for the marketplace it's great and for the seller it's fantastic as well because it offers a really easy process to expand and be vetted by all of these different online marketplaces fantastic what you know, typically what what sort of seller would that be ideally for so we see the biggest value um ad in sellers who may be i mean just selling on amazon in the uk then they've obviously got the ability to take advantage of all of the currency accounts we have and expand into the 12 Amazon geographies. And they also have that ability to then expand to all of the different marketplaces that we work with and really push it out. 
Um, and I guess that then leads us on to the third product that we offer, which is the financing product. Typically, financing is incredibly difficult for these sellers. Historically, they'd rely on credit cards, they would rely on personal loans, um, they would rely on family and friends and investment from them in order to get the stock in, to start selling the stock. Obviously, that's pretty difficult when you start to scale yeah. up the business. Um, if you're looking to expand geographically or in different marketplaces, you're going to need some some serious investment for the stock alone. Then you look at PPC, advertising, and everything that goes along with that. Um, and we effectively see that there's a massive gap in the advertising in in that um, but in in that fundraising. So because the banks and other financial institutions don't really understand e-commerce. There's an opportunity for us to offer really cost-effective capital that we can inject into our sellers and the people we work with to then allow them to expand and fulfill all of their goals. So really wiping out the issue of, of, of cash and funding for these sellers, giving them affordable money so they can grow their business, which ultimately, as the payment provider, enables us to grow our business as well. Yeah, nice. I think that, that capital advance piece is really, really important. I think there's some... Uh, amazing opportunities outlying there for people expanding their businesses because you need stock. Like you need stock in order to do that. You need to pay for additional services, VAT, warehousing. Like there's there's so many things that come with that. And if, excuse me, gosh, if you've got an easy, simple way of doing that, that's absolutely crucial for you to be able to put people into that process or get your stock into that process. I think that's really, really key. Uh, actually, we've started looking at the capital advance and things like for some of the sellers we work with, where they're saying, well, actually, Andy, you know, we're ready to expand to Europe, but actually we're just short of funding right now to really make that happen. Because in order to make it successful, there's an element of sales velocity that needs to happen in order to make any expansion be successful. And therefore, that's only going to happen with funding. And I think that's absolutely crucial in what you can do to be able to enable more funding coming through. All right, Dan, that, that's brilliant. I love that. You know, I think that's a great piece. Um, presumably, sellers' feedback on that is really, really positive. Yeah, definitely. As soon as somebody takes it, maybe they've been reliant on Amazon lending in the past or credit cards, mm. but 9 out of 10 or 9.5 out of 10 of the customers that I work with, they're amazed when you actually explain the solution to them for the first time, uh, and they're amazed that that actually exists. And then I think I'll repeat the the. Re the repeat customers from that product are super high because it builds such good value and it is cost effective essentially as well. I think where we where where we struggle to to market it maybe um, is in the fact that there's so many cowboys out there when it comes to financing. So it's really an educational piece, and when you outline the benefits of the product and you outline the cost of the product, the terms, people are pretty pretty amazed by it. Um, I guess, as I say, there are in the industry a lot of people who offer capital when at really high cost, when people might really need yeah. that capital at a low cost, and especially something like e-commerce, because not many people understand it, there aren't many cost-effective financing solutions out there. The majority that are dedicated to Amazon either have really short terms or really high in cost because these, one, the, the people offering the capital don't understand it themselves as much as we do, don't have the amount of data that we have, don't have the amount of cash that they can put into it as we have. Um, and also the sellers are 
in need effectively. So there's not good financing solutions for them. What that means is that they can charge really high prices and, and charge really bad terms in order to offer the product uh, and they still see business. Also, what they're not so interested in is a repeat customer, right? So we're a little bit different in that sense, in the sense that any client that we offer capital to actually runs their payments through us. Nine out of 10 Amazon clients who are selling on Amazon would be sourcing from some international country, probably the Far East and China. Yeah. So we, we draw revenue off of that. So the actual revenue from the working capital itself isn't so important to us. It's more so the revenue that we, we get from that client working with them and helping facilitate their international payments as well. That is a little bit different to uh, a financing company who might, as I say, charge really high costs, really poor terms, offer that capital once or twice to the customer, screw them with fees. Uh, it doesn't really matter if they come back or not. They've they've got their fees and they've got their win. They can go on to the next set of that that might be in in a state of crisis, whatever it might be. Um, we, on the other hand, offer that cost-effective capital and offer that long-term relationship to help them grow their business with that and all of the other services that we offer as well. Yeah, nice. I like that. So you're not relying on one funding stream. Essentially, you're making the money on some of the other areas, which is why you can afford to do that. I think that's yeah. actually key, isn't it? That you know, a lot of sellers. They need to expand their business, but yeah, they go to the bank. The bank just doesn't get the model. It's just like, don't get it. Because remind, how does the money come out? You, the money's taken essentially at source, isn't it? Yeah. So what we do is we base it all on what comes into your bank account after Amazon take their fees. So that's what we'll base it on. Historically, we'll have the data that we can see for as, as long as you've been a seller, effectively for an API we've got with Amazon. They share that data. We, there's nothing we can do with that data. We don't store that data. We don't give that data to anyone else. It's yeah. completely Amazon's data, but we're just able to read it. Um, and what that enables us to do is obviously draw down machine learning tools and, and implement that data into these tools. And that determines the risk of that seller effectively. And because they're really sophisticated tools, they're really accurate. So the rate of default is really small, which again means we can offer it at a low cost. Um, but how it would, would work, a seller would need to receive into a Payoneer account. That yep. Payoneer account would then um, integrate with Amazon's API. We would have access to that sales data, and then we'd be able to offer financing after they receive one payment into their Payoneer account. Nice. What that actually looks like um, is we would be able to offer, we've got two products, so a three-month product, where we would offer 100% of their monthly turnover. So whatever that monthly turnover is, up to 500,000, we would offer that to them straight away. Um, they would then repay that typically over a three-month period with us taking a percentage of the future receivables into the account. Um, so what that means is that they would, if they took the full amount, they would pay 35% of the future payments into the account. Uh, and after three months, that should be settled. The fee for that is a really low 3.5% fixed fee. So there's no interest no personal guarantees, um, no credit check, no effect, no credit score. So it's a really attractive proposition. Massive. Yeah. Three and a half percent is absolutely nothing in, in terms of corporate financing in order to make. So even from a, you, a funding bank lender point of view, three and a half percent really is very, very small, isn't it? I mean, I appreciate it's only over three months. Can you only do it over three months, three, three months? So at the moment, yes, but probably within the next month, our six-month product will be released. 
So this is just going through a process where we test it with a few clients and then it will probably yeah. be released in the next month. Um, but what that will enable people to do, and it will become even more attractive, is draw down 150% of their monthly sales. So if they're yep. earning on average 150,000, they're turning over 150,000, yep. they'll be able to get 100,000, they'll be able to get 150,000. They would then pay that over a six month period and they'd pay a seven to 8% fee on that. Um, so again, super attractive. And yep. just opening that door for affordable finance for these sellers who up until this really struggled to see that flexibility and, and same cost that we offer. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. Okay, I think that's a great idea for sellers. Um, so any other new products that you guys are currently working on or, or getting out there? Obviously, we just heard about the six month. You heard that here first. Uh, but outside of that, what other sort of things are you guys working on? I think there's going to be a lot that's going to be talked about over the next six months or so. You want to be more than that, Dan, come on. <laughs> um, I, think, I think there'll be a lot that, 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 that you do see. So the reason I say that is, we're IPOing this time next week on the NASDAQ at $3.5 billion. So that, I think, is going to raise, I think it might even exceed $500 million in cash that we can then use to acquire companies or invest in our product. So I think the next six months to the next 18 months, you're going to see Payoneer 1 a lot more. Um, on the marketing side, but two, we're going to really invest in the different products and the portfolio that we can offer um, and also widening the ability for us to offer our services. So so maybe you'd see Payoneer be able to offer Shopify sellers lending in a similar way to we do Amazon and Walmart. Maybe it'll go to eBay uh, and maybe there'll be other options to how we can service sellers need more accurately into the future. But I don't want to speak for anybody else. Um, but yeah, it's going to be super exciting and you'll probably see a lot more product development because of that investment. Fantastic. Okay. So let's move on to the e-commerce market right now then. So what are the sort of things you're seeing across the market? What sort of trends are you seeing? What sort of, you, um, what sort of things are happening in the market you think sellers should be aware of? So I think we're coming out of a bit of a strange time, um, mm. coming out of a, a time when e-commerce is obviously completely booming. And yeah. on our side, we saw obviously particularly good results there um, with sellers, both domestic sellers and international sellers doing really well out of the pandemic. Although it should be said that there were some sellers that didn't do so well. Um, but on the whole, the revenues on, on the e-commerce side obviously done really well. Um, I think that, I mean, it's a bit of a challenging time. At the moment, I don't. I think it's a time to kind of reassess and see where everything sits, as opposed to seeing really obvious opportunity. I think we've come out of that obvious opportunity at the moment, and I think it's it's a time for a, a good interesting time for a couple of different reasons. So, one, we've obviously got the Brexit issue, which sellers that have been able to get product into Europe have done really well, from what I can see and what we yeah, can see. Is a smaller number, so obviously selling their products into Europe, but some have been able to capitalize on that small number of sellers in Europe, less competition, they're doing better. Okay. Um, I think over time, the doors will start to be reopened into Europe and it'll become a lot easier for sellers to sell into Europe, but obviously there's a bit of an issue there. I think if you're an opportunistic seller, then it's probably a good time to get your products in there while no one else is there, try and build market share. Um, on top of that, it's 
maybe just a time for, for sellers to sit down, contemplate what's happened to their business over the last um, year or so, and then look at ways in which they can now start to grow their business in a more strategic manner. Um, I think that if you've been able to ride a wave of e-commerce success, maybe as a seller you could become to be, you could start to become complacent and maybe not think that strategically and then further down the line when e-commerce starts to slow a little although it's still going to grow year on year for a very long time they could be caught out so i think sitting down thinking strategically and then thinking about how you can invest into your business and and i guess thinking of different ways in which you can finance that um to help it grow into the future different markets you can enter different products you can offer that's going to be really important because I think there's going to be a lot of sellers that are going to get caught out thinking that the next 12 months is going to be as easy as the last 12 months where yeah. maybe everyone just got a bit lucky with it. Well, not in, in the widest, in the wider, wider um, issues obviously aren't that great, but they've been lucky in the sense that e-commerce has done really well. So I think one, hopefully we'll see changes with Brexit. Two, I think sellers should be more strategic. And three, I think it's a really interesting time at the moment for consolidation in the market. Um, I, I think you've probably seen and, and spoken about the different private equity style companies and aggregators and operators that are now entering the market. And I think from a seller's point of view, if you're obviously a private label seller, or even if you're a reseller that you can still see value in, in selling your business or getting investment into your business, I think that maybe thinking about how these guys can help you or looking at just looking at different ways in which you can finance growth into the future. If you see opportunity there, then it's starting to become more open for sellers to have financial services offered to them, as well as have investment put into them. Maybe it's not someone taking over your whole business, but just investing into your business. Um, I think those doors are starting to open. So that goes hand in hand with thinking strategically. And you know, I think finance is a huge part of that, whether it's pioneer whether it's somebody else i think those doors are really starting to open and you'll see a lot more of it in the future we really i think we're just first to the party and i think there's going to be a very interesting time where these amazon businesses are becoming more and more um more and more professional in how they're running and and the services that they're offered i think that's a great point actually that, that how does the landscape change as the aggregators take more and more and more of them um yeah. You know, they're still because they're backed up by you know, funding that can help them look at the data in different ways. But what they're not going to be able to do is speed to market. What they're not going to be able to do is react to the market. What they're not going to be able to do is all those things that Amazon says e-commerce sellers can do that retail giants can't. That's why e-commerce over the past year has won because it's been agile and it can switch and it can change. As well as as these aggregators come in. What's going to happen is they're not going to be able to be as dynamic. They're not going to be able to switch as much because everything's got to go to the board of directors or everything's got to be signed off and all these other things. So I think that's really, really important about how that's going to change and what that's going to look like and, and, and make sure that people understand that you can still win because you still can. I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, Dan, so if people want to get in touch with you and uh, get more information about Pioneer, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, so you, you can feel free to share my email address after this. I'm more than happy for people to contact me and then I can put you in the right direction if there's anything you need to ask about Pioneer for. Um, yeah, I, I think 
the most important thing is if you have any questions whatsoever, then we are, as a company, very laid back in how we approach conversations and how we educate the client base that we have. Um, because we are pretty set up well in, in the Amazon area worldwide, and that's including the UK and Europe, we don't really need to be that pushy. So, so yeah, we're happy to answer any questions that you might have and, and hopefully the product will be a good fit for you or the products. And if they are, then we can move forward and, and really build that professional relationship with you. Fantastic. Epic. Well, we'll make sure that email gets out at the same time. Um, that's it from Expander e-commerce Expander Secrets today. Uh, thank you very much for listening on the podcast. It's been great having Dan from Pioneer on. Dan, thank you very much for your time. It's been epic to hear a bit about your story, Pioneer. Uh, and for those looking to expand, actually, the capital advance is an absolutely critical way that they can help speed that up. Uh, so I think that there's a little, perhaps a little tie-up between us and you there, Dan, where we could perhaps do something together on that to really tie and cement that, to really perhaps put a package together really help sellers. So perhaps we need to look into that. That'd be really exciting for the future. Uh, yeah. If you need to get in contact with Pioneer, get in touch with Dan. He'll be able to sort you out. That's it from us, Global E-commerce Expander Secrets, here to successfully expand e-commerce sellers into Europe. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dan. Cheers, guys.